This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. Black Lives Matter at School will host their annual Week of Action January 31st through February 4th as they look to have an impact and make a difference in our community. With this morning to talk about the Week of Action is Jesse Hagopian. Good morning, Jesse. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm well. Thanks for having me back on the show. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, Jesse, first of all, uh, let's talk a little bit about Black Lives Matter at schools, uh, and can you tell us um, you know, what you as an organization or what the organization uh, hopes to accomplish from a historical perspective? Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that question. You know, we're celebrating our fifth annual Black Lives Matter at School National Week of Action, and uh, it's actually the sixth if you count the day of action we did the, the previous year. You know, this whole movement was launched in Seattle back in 2016 as a day of action. And then the educators in Philadelphia saw what we had done and turned it into a week of action. And then we all got together the following year. And really, I think that we are in the legacy of the long black freedom struggle that has always known that there is no liberation without an anti-racist education. And we stand in the tradition of people like Carter G. Woodson, who founded First Negro History Week. It became Black History Month and really helped to transform education in America. We hope to do the same thing to make sure that children grow up knowing that black lives matter, that uh, black people have accomplished incredible things and that those accomplishments, those struggles, those contributions deserve to be centered in the curriculum instead of uh, whitewashed out like they are in too many corporate textbooks. Right. <laughs> Jesse, let's talk about your upcoming week of action because you guys have a lot on your agenda um and, and if we can start off let's kind of start about with your initiative about um hiring black teachers now because that is something when we talk about representation uh, when we talk about educating mm. our kids there's a, a void not just here in seattle but across the country when it comes to black teachers uh and especially if we break it down and, and talk about um, the number of black male teachers um, that are in the systems across the country as well. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, hiring more black teachers is one of our four demands, and it is urgent. You know, nationally, I believe it's around 
80% white teachers and uh, local in Washington state, it's closer to 90% white teachers. And there have been countless studies about the benefits of having black educators in our classrooms. I mean, the, the benefits are immense for black children who, if a black student has even just one black teacher in their uh, elementary school years, it, it's been shown to help boost graduation rates significantly. Uh, you, But also, um, there's been a lot of benefits demonstrated for white children as well who often uh, have reported that black teachers are, have been some of their favorites, uh, according to a couple important studies that have come out. And, it, and we know that it makes a huge difference for black children to, to be able to connect with someone who has had an experience like, like they have. And with suspension rates being so high, in this country and, and black students being suspended at three or four times the rate of white students and black girls being suspended at seven times the rate of white girls. We know we need more black educators in there to see the humanity of, of our children. Um, and it's been a stubborn problem. In fact, we have been losing more and more black teachers across the country. Uh, you know, since the mid 2000s, we've we've actually lost thousands of black teachers, and um, it, it really is a crisis now. So right. we proposed we proposed that our city should actually divest from punishment, jails, police, uh, all the you know ways of punitive measures, and actually invest in our black youth and our black educators, they could subsidize housing for black educators because many of them are being pushed out of Seattle. Mm. Jesse, uh, let's, let's talk about uh, a companion issue uh, that I see um, with that as well that you guys are pushing for, and that is the uh, advent of ethnic and black studies. Oh, yeah. Such a critical demand and one that we've made important gains on in the last few years, and it's really exciting to see this Black Studies and Ethnic Studies movement flourish. Um, you know, we won Ethnic Studies here in the Seattle Public Schools several years back, thanks to an incredible uh, group of educators and students uh, and the NAACP uh, that helped to organize that struggle. And then in the wake of the 2020 uprising, we took up uh, the demand also to add, in addition, a Black Studies program. And I'm proud to say that the movement helped win that as well with the Seattle Public Schools. And that program is just now getting off the ground in Seattle. And it's really exciting for those of us who believe in fairness and in equity and in anti-racism, but it but it terrifies some people, and right. uh, the people that it is scared, right? Uh, it's it's hard to believe, but yes, 
black children being affirmed, seeing themselves in the curriculum, that scares some people. And one of the people that scared was Republican Representative Jim Walsh, who recently introduced House Bill 1807, and Republican Representative Brad Kilpert, who introduced House Bill 1886 into the Washington State Legislature. And these bills would ban the teaching of structural racism in our schools and require educators to lie to children about the reality of our nation's uh, founding on slavery and genocide of Native Americans and the lasting legacies of structural racism. And, you know, we're not going to lie to kids. We want to teach the truth. Right. And, Jesse, you know, that is a, you know, we've got the House bill uh, here in the Washington State Legislature, but this is a national conversation, um, which uh, really makes sense. You guys talk about your National Week of Action, Um, because when you're talking about this critical race theory, I mean, this has been uh, a hot uh, issue topic across the Mm. country uh, for at least a good portion of the last year, if not longer than that, but really in in front of everybody's agenda for at least um, the last year or so. Um, You know, how important is it for people to to um, take a look at the actions that are taking place in their state legislatures, and particularly what we're talking about here in the state of Washington, the state legislature here in the state of Washington, um, to look at bills that are designed to restrict education, and as you say, restricting the telling of the truth of what has happened here in America and, and saying that there actually were uh, requiring that teachers basically, um, you know, lie or give information that's not 100% uh, correct as it relates to what's uh, taking place in American history. How important yeah. is it for our community to be uh, involved in that conversation, but also more uh, important to be active in taking action uh, on a legislative session uh, uh, when it comes to um, advocating and contacting your representatives to make sure they know where you stand on this issue and where you believe they should they should vote. Yeah, this is really crucial struggle uh, across the country. The Republican Party felt deeply threatened by the uprising of 2020, which was described by the Washington Post as the largest uprising in U.S. history. Many millions of people participated and. Because of that, they have built their re-election strategy around voter restrictions and then trying to ban critical race theory in schools and use that as a wedge issue to frighten white parents into thinking that their kids are being taught to hate themselves and their families and and then uh, turn those frightened parents out at the polls. And so it's critical that all of us join together and support educators who are under assault for teaching the truth. Uh, You know, a teacher in Tennessee was fired for teaching uh, an essay by Ta-Nehisi Coates and a poem by Kayla Janae Lacey. A teacher in Florida was fired for having a Black Lives Matter flag in her classroom. Guess why she might need to have a flag like that? She taught at Robert E. Lee High School, a Confederate general, 
if you want to know why students might feel that their lives don't matter, uh, she was wanting to support them. Uh, you know, there was a teacher in our own home state of Washington in the Tri-Cities area who signed the Zen Education Project pledge to teach the truth and had threats of bodily harm brought against them for doing so. The problems got so bad that the attorney general actually had to issue a statement saying they w were going to investigate the increasing violence and threats being levied against educators who wanted to engage students in critical conversations ab about race. And it's just reached a level of absurdity because they, they are banning books around the country, making it look like we are in an era uh, more similar to the McCarthy era. Um, and they are trying to stop educators from having basic conversations about how race and racism function. And they would like teachers to abandon all critical thinking, but it's been beautiful to see uh, parents, students, and teachers link arms and push back. We had several days of action over the uh, last spring and summer and into the fall, and now Black Lives Matter at school week will help to reverse this narrative because it it's just a empirical fact that structural racism exists, right? So House Bill 1886 here in Washington state states that uh, you cannot, if it passes, teachers cannot teach that the United States is, quote, fundamentally or structurally racist or sexist. But, you know, the average white family has 10 times the wealth of black families, right? Black students are suspended at three times more than white students nationally. A black woman is three times more likely to die from pregnancy or childbirth-related causes than a white woman. Uh, Asian-American hate crimes have surged over 169% last year. And you can either explain these facts as the result of laziness of black, indigenous, and people of color or or not caring about their future, or that they're biologically inferior, or any other racist narrative, right? Or you can explain these things as a product of structural racism. And so they have chosen to want to openly embrace racist narratives to uh, use with our children, and we aren't going to back down. That, that is uh, a line crossed. And it's time for us all to rise up and defeat these bills. And, and the last thing I wanted to say is I, I think that it's fitting that their House Bill eight is, is number 1807 because that's the year that uh, David Thompson was a fur trader here in the Northwest, and he set up for the Northwest Fur Company a mission that uh, really launched some of the main colonizing efforts uh, of the native lands here. And the House Bill 1886 is fitting uh, bill as well, because that was the year that a white mob rounded up most of the Chinese people in Seattle 
and deported them with the help help of the chief of police of Seattle illegally uh, in a really shameful chapter in, in our history. And these things happened, and we have a right to teach about them and talk about them and talk about their lasting legacy. Right. And Jesse, uh, before I let you go briefly, uh, can you talk about um, your guys' week of action, you know, what you're asking people to do, and more importantly, or just as important, um, the involvement uh, of youth uh, in your guys' actions and activities as well? Yeah. It's been incredible to get to organize with the youth this year. They have taken the lead locally on organizing the events for Black Lives Matter at school week of action. And one of the things I'm most excited about is on Thursday, um, and that will be February 3rd, there is a Young, Gifted, and Black Student Talent Showcase that is really a powerful event of youth uh, using their voice, song, dance. Um, there'll be a showcase of talent from many different uh, realms and there, a talk show about the issues facing students in the schools. So people shouldn't miss that. As well, um, you can go to blacklivesmatteratschool.com and get much more information about the movement uh, nationally. There are lesson plans for educators to teach to the 13 principles of the Black Lives Matter Global Network for each day of the week. And uh, you can order your Black Lives Matter at School t-shirt and wear that in solidarity throughout the week. Um, and you can let your and your teachers know, hey, it's Black Lives Matter at school week. What are you all planning to do to help celebrate this national action that started in Seattle and now has thousands of teachers across the country reaching tens of thousands of kids? So you can remind your, your school and, and make sure that they're going to be participating this year. All right. Jesse, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Thank you for all that you've been doing and uh, organizing um, this and facilitating uh, this effort um, here locally, which is at now has expanded um, nationally um, and is much needed as it relates to the education of our school and the ongoing conversations around education as a whole. Oh, thanks so much for having me on the show, and uh, have a wonderful rest of your day.